A Florida beekeeper says someone is poisoning his honeybees. Seven million possibly dead. And a Florida man blames his horse for a home break-in. And after a human has been shot, Florida tempers its advice on hunting invasive iguanas. These are the weird stories for Friday. Florida Friday, baby. You know how it goes on Fridays. Just doing some weird news only from the state of Florida, our favorite state. A state that's dear to our hearts. A state that has all the guns and all the drugs and all the crazies. A state that I just love to cover on Weird AF News. Thank you so much, Florida, for bringing me the news. Let's enjoy it together, shall we? Shall we? Florida Friday's here, baby. So is the weekend. Celebrate! A Florida beekeeper believes that honeybees have been poisoned. Possibly seven million of his bees have been murdered, he's claiming. This is terrible. Who the hell would murder bees? you got to be a real maniac. Florida beekeeper Horace Bell. He said he believes someone is poisoning his bees. After he found dead bees all over his property near DeLand. D-E-L-A-N-D. DeLand. I think it means of the land. (laughs) When Horace Bell checks on his apiary on West Ridgewood Avenue, he's usually greeted by a sweet smell. And the hum... That you get from millions of honeybees just buzzing around your face, you know? Just bzzz right in your nasal passage. Good times. But when Bell paid them a visit, the area didn't smell so sweet like it usually does. It was quieter than usual, and all around his feet were dead bees. His bees. Bell has owned the property, worked in the industry for several decades. He believes that his bees have been poisoned. He says millions of them could be threatened. He needs to do something about this. He's offering a reward of $30,000 for information leading to the arrest and conviction of whoever is killing his bees. Gotta get this maniac behind bars. First it's bees. What what next? Possums? Here's a quote Bell said. There's a lot of money right there on the ground. They're costing me a lot of money. This guy's gangster. Yes, yes, honeybee colony deaths are expensive, of course, and they're on the rise for a number of reasons, according to the Bee Informed Partnership, which is an organization that studies the survival rates of bees. The Bee Informed Partnership, I'm going to call it BIP for short, because it's funny. (laughs) The bee colony decline, they say, can be attributed to several factors, including pesticides, mites, loss of habitat, Poor beekeeping practices, a decrease in the diversity of crops, and lack of prayer. (laughs) Just kidding. An inspector from the Department of Agriculture and Customer Services paid the property a visit. Bell called him over, talked to him about the state of the dead bees. Bell also plans on contacting law enforcement. Because here's the reason. Not everyone in the area, his neighbors, in fact, aren't really fans of his bees. He wants the inspectors to get involved. He thinks that his neighbors have poisoned his bees. And he believes the same thing may have happened last year. Well, this is getting tricky. Some neighborhood insect drama going on over here. On one level, I'm I'm empathetic for Horace and his bee colony. I'm a big supporter of the bees, to be honest with you. It really... Strikes me as a damn travesty what's going on with these bee colonies. You know, you read about it all the time. And, and and you also read about the importance of bee colonies. 
the importance, the important role that bees play in pollinating. And, you know, they're like, this is how we get our food. If the bees were gone, we'd be in rough shape. But I also empathize with the neighbors because, you know, here's what you don't want. A kajillion bees flying around your neighborhood. You just, <laughs> I mean, come on now. How many bees has this guy got? Seven million died. Let's say that's a fraction of how many he has. Let's say he's got 40 million bees. I honestly, I don't even know if that's a lot, but it sounds like a lot. I don't want my kids running around, jumping on a seesaw, and then seesawing amongst the bees. I don't know. I don't even know if kids seesaw anymore. They don't, do they? Probably not. Anyone have kids? Do they seesaw anymore? I feel like they just play PlayStation. Ain't no seesawing going on these days, I imagine. <laughs> well, maybe you're safe then, because the kids don't play outdoors anymore. They just sit inside and play video games. Let the bees fluster. Flounder? Flourish. That's the word I need. Flourish. Only took me three tries to get that one out. <laughs> Good job, Jonesy. Public schooled? You betcha. In addition to finding the countless bee carcasses, Mr. Bell believes that his bees have been poisoned because he's observed... Plenty of bees behaving abnormally. They're writhing on the ground like something is making them sick. Bell, age 73, estimates he's worked with honeybees for more than 60 years. So he knows when they're not well, and he knows when they're well. Here's a quote from Bell. They're listless, these bees. We know what the hell is going on. We got some experience up in here. Yeah, they got some bee experience over there. He also noticed that his undertaker bees are working harder than usual to move the dead and dying bees away from the hives. Goodness, I didn't even know they had undertaker bees. That's fascinating. I knew that the ants buried their dead. Like, they have a little like mausoleum down in the ant farm. I've seen it on some nature show when I was really high, but I'm pretty sure I saw it. Undertaker bees, I had no idea that was a thing. Well, you can't have these undertaker bees working overtime. This is ridiculous. Who can afford to pay him? <laughs> While taking the inspector around the property, some of Bell's employees were loading up trucks with hives to be taken to Fort Pierce, where he hopes that they'll be safe. Bell's got about 20,000 hives in the state, and about 1,000 of them are at this particular Ridgewood property. He believes the death toll could be 7 million. Unbelievable. That's a, this guy's got 20,000 beehives? That's Is that a lot? I can't even tell. Is it possible to go deeper into the story? That's what you're wondering. Yes, it is. <laughs> Patricia Coyle, who's the property, uh, lives in the property adjacent to Bell's, said she's a big fan of the bees. So I guess the media approached her and was like, hey, are you murdering these bees? She's like, no, I like them. Here's a quote from her. I got bee poop on my car, but big deal. <laughs> that's the quote <laughs> I love it do <laughs> you have anything anything to say about the bees why Why are you such a big fan of bees Patricia well I'm a big fan in that when I get big bee poop on my car I, I don't think a big deal of it <laughs> she said she doesn't use pesticides on her property because she runs a parrot sanctuary called Patty's Parrot Palace <laughs> you can't make this shit up man you got a bee dude with cajillions of bees on one property and then next to it, just a parrot palace. Welcome to Florida. <laughs> this is insane. What's next to that, huh? 
What do you got going on over there? An emu farm? <laughs> Next to a giant flea colony? Like, what's what's happening on, on this area of the land? Horace Bell's bee business used to be selling bees, but these days it's it's the hives that he's selling. Here's a quote. He says, we feed them, we baby them. We spend money on them. We baby them? What's that? I want to see that. Honeybees are responsible for pollinating a number of crops such as almonds, blueberries, and cherries, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Yes. And their buzzing sound is mellifluous. I think so, anyways. Save the bees, baby. Save Horace's bees, for crying out loud. And if you're, if you're the person out there, the perpetrator that's murdering these bees, come on now. Get it together. Be reasonable. You want to murder some bugs? You know, get rid of these cockroaches. These, these things are terrible. They're not, they don't make honey or nothing. They're just scaring the crap out of me. <laughs> okay, that's weird. Florida. All the weirdos come from Florida. Hey, weirdos, guess who? It's me, Florida. And it's time for Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast presented by entertainer, actor, musician, karaokeist, sex machine, and professional comedian, Jonesy. And because it's Friday, that means it's time for Florida Fridays. That's right. Weird news stories about the craziest, wackiest, weirdest state in the country. Me, Florida. So without any further ado, here's Jonesy with stories about me, Florida. Florida. All the weirdos come from Florida. Yay! A Florida man blames his horse for a home break-in. This is in Pasco County, Florida. A 52-year-old man is facing burglary charges after being accused of breaking into a home with a horse at his side. Because, you know, when you're breaking into a home, you want a horse with you. You want a giant animal, you know, because they fit through windows and stuff. Very helpful. I'm assuming he was using the horse just to break down the door. But uh, let's get into the article and find out exactly what the horse's role was in this break-in. <laughs> And whether or not, you know, we'll judge between all of us whether we think the the horse should be charged. <laughs> the guy's name is Lonnie Maddox, age 52. He's charged with burglary of a dwelling. Such a pretty word, dwelling. The homeowner says Maddox told him that the horse broke into the house, not him. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, the old horse did it, not me, Trick. Don't fall for that, homeowner, whatever your name is. It was an estimated $100 worth of damage done to a window by a horse hoof, is my guess. You're lucky it was just a window, homeowner, who's anonymous. Horse could kick down your whole dwelling. <laughs> if I imagine a Florida dwelling, I'm, I'd imagine one that isn't so sturdy in Pasco County. Horse could probably kick the damn thing 50 feet, your dwelling. Here's a quote from the homeowner whose name apparently is Steve Ferguson. I don't know why the article waited so long to tell me. Steve Ferguson says, Maybe a bicycle or a truck, but a horse? Very surprised. Dang it all. He didn't say dang it all, but I'd imagine he would, so I added it for color. Ferguson said he bought the 
home about a year ago as an investment property. He plans to remodel and rent it after he fixes the horse damage. Ferguson said the Shalimar Street home has been burglarized before. So then he put up a fence. He put up no trespassing signs. He installed security cameras. Well, did you install no horsing around signs? Hey, jokes are coming. He called the Pasco County Sheriff's Office after he started getting alerts on his phone that showed video of a man on his property. He went to the house himself. Upon arrival, he saw the horse running up the street. By that time, deputies had made contact with a Mr. Lonnie Maddox. And according to an arrest report, he actually approached the deputy responding to the burglary call and asked if he's seen his horse. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got a reporting of... Did you did you break into this house? Yeah, never mind that. Have you seen my horse? It was supposed to be my getaway vehicle. Now I am without burglary getaway vehicle. I'm living in the past here, clearly. I think I'm John Wayne. Maddox reportedly told the deputy, deputy that the horse had gotten into the yard through a broken fence and he just followed it. The document states... He also told the deputies he went into the house because he was interested in renting it and wanted to see what it looked like inside. (laughs) These are the lies that you came up with, you dimwit. Well, you know, my horse kicked through the trespassing zone. I was like, well, you know, I can't let my horse just trespass. I'm going to have to go get her. And then while I was over there, I was like, well, you know, maybe I'll rent this place. Shoot. Let me have a look inside. And then, just at that moment, coincidentally, my horse kicked through the window and kicked the door down. I said, well, I'm not going to let this broken down door go to waste. After all, I could possibly rent this place. The owner will appreciate my business acumen and my investment curiosity will win them over. (laughs) No, not the damage. The damage to the property will be fine if you rent it, sir. People are so dumb. I said, what were you doing in my house, Ferguson said, of the encounter. And then the guy guy said, my horse broke into your house, mister. I had to go in and get her. I said, okay. So she broke into the gate and then the porch and then the house. (laughs) That's a funny person. Surveillance video shows a man identified as Maddox walking around the property with the horse, entering a screened-in porch with the horse, and trying to get it, get the horse to go through the front door. (laughs) Get in there. (laughs) Let's kick around some sofas and stuff. Why not kick through a fish tank or two? Good time. The affidavit said the door was padlocked and that Maddox got into the house by breaking a back window, no doubt using the special horse kick that he brought with him. Nothing was taken, but the estimated damage to the window was about $100. As for the horse, I know you want to hear that most of all. Jonesy, tell us what happened to this beautiful horse that got roped into a B&E. Well, the sheriff's office spokesman said that Maddox had actually borrowed this horse. The animal was found a short distance from the from the home, and it was returned to its owners that he borrowed it from <laughs> to use in his burglary of a dwelling. Oh, Florida. After a human shooting, Florida tempers its advice on hunting invasive iguanas. 
The Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission wishes to inform the state residents that they can kill these green iguanas, which are not a native species, but they can't go around shooting these creatures willy-nilly. Why are they saying that? Well, somebody got shot. For those of you who heard me cover the iguana story a couple of weeks ago, you'll know that there's been an influx in these green iguanas. They're everywhere. They're pooping in people's pools. They're having margaritas in the hot tubs. It's just a, it's a big mess with these iguanas down there. And so the Wildlife Commission was like, you know, you can kill these things. No problem. Of course, Floridians, and I hinted that this might happen, they took it into their, into their heads that a good idea to kill these things would be to shoot them with guns. <laughs> shoot them in your yard and stuff, obviously. And someone's getting shot. Gotten shot? Where did I learn English? Someone got shot. The organization here, the Wildlife Commission, clarified confusion about its earlier guidance on hunting these invasive iguanas, stating, Unfortunately, the message has been conveyed that we are, we are asking the public to just go out there and shoot them up with a gun, but this is, this is not what we are about. We are not the wild, wild west here. <laughs> Previously, they had reported, and I've alluded to it, in a declaration of open season on these green iguanas. Well, apparently some people interpreted the guidance as clearance to kill the creatures by any means necessary. Although the agency's website specifically states that they must be hunted humanely and are an invasive species protected by state anti-cruelty laws. So not only are they just shooting the guns off and endangering their neighbors, they're killing an invasive species that's protected by the state law. State anti-cruelty law. And definitely shooting them in the face is cruel. Can we all agree? Well, now that a human has been shot in one resident's quest to get rid of these iguanas, the FWC is being more explicit than ever. Here's a quote. If you are not capable of safely removing iguanas from your property, please seek assistance from professionals. Professionals who do this for a living, removing iguanas. I did a story about the iguana hunter. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, he was hired to get rid of these iguanas that were pooping in people's hot tubs, apparently. This is happening all over Florida, apparently. These green iguanas. I had no idea. They're good size, too. Oh, and check this out. The iguana hunter, not the one I referred to, but a different one, was the actual person who did the shooting of the human. See, you can't even hire an iguana hunter, a professional, and ensure that you're going to get the safe removal of these iguanas. He was armed with a pellet gun. They don't name him. But he accidentally shot a swimming pool maintenance worker in a residential neighborhood of Boca Raton. <laughs> Is this what iguana hunters use, a pellet gun? Really? I thought it would be like a more sophisticated trap of some sort. I thought they would humanely remove it. Even the iguana hunters are just shooting these endangered species. This isn't good. While the latest FWC statement doesn't specifically refer to this Boca Raton shooting, it is notable that it used the same Wild West formulation <laughs> to describe a pellet gun. In a blog post by the Humane Society of the U.S., which is the accused, uh, they accuse the agency of failing to provide sufficient guidance on what precisely humane killing entails. Okay, well, I mean, I, you could guess that it's not shooting them with a gun in the head, right? I mean, I think that's elementary. 
Isn't there a way to just to trap these things? I can't wrap, wrap my head around this. Anybody an iguana hunter out there? You want to tell me what's going on here? Nonetheless, the iguanas have to be put under control because the populations are very problematic. They can cause considerable damage to infrastructure, including seawalls and sidewalks. What are they, was it, is it because of their poop? What are they doing? Dry humping all the sidewalks and scraping them up? That's a weird thing to do. And a weirder thing to say, Jonesy. Sorry. You'll be happy to know that the company Iguana Busters offers commercial and residential services in South Florida and the Florida Keys. And they promise that they incorporate safe and humane techniques when removing all iguanas. But their website offers no details on what these methods are. <laughs> Yeah, they use they use smaller pellets. <laughs> this is sad. What's my take on this? I, it's crazy. I don't even. I can't even take on this. It's just, of course, someone's been shot. This is Florida. Duh. Got an alligator in my backyard, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Got an alligator in my patio, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Had an alligator at my birthday party and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Had an alligator in the front seat of my Volkswagen and nobody cares because it's Florida. Alligators everywhere and nobody cares in Florida. There's alligators everywhere and nobody cares. How's your Friday? Did I add to it? I hope so. Hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode is what I'm trying to say. And I hope you have a great weekend. I'm on my way to Las Vegas. I have a show tonight, Friday night at the LA Comedy Club. And then tomorrow night, Saturday night, I'm going to be at an award ceremony, hopefully winning best actor in a lead, best actor in a lead, best lead actor in, a, in an indie pilot. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. If not, it's all going to be good. It's a good time no matter what, right? Going to Vegas, can't complain. What do you guys got going on this weekend? Anything weird? Tell me. I want to know. Call me. 646-450-2012. Email me. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Thanks to Jay for calling in. And the state of Florida for calling in. Showing me the love always. <laughs> a special shout out to Michelle G. Who, who's from, uh, who lives in New Mexico. Fan of the show. Sent me a pound of coffee. And I got it two days ago, and it was uh, coffee beans. And I don't have a grinder, so I was like, I was grateful for the gift, but I was trying to think to myself, how am I going to grind these up? You know what I thought I would do? I thought I would just go to Trader Joe's with my own coffee beans and use their grinder (laughs) right in the middle of the store. Is that permissible? Probably not, but I don't care. I would have done it. Then, then, the next day, oh, what do I have in my mailbox? Another package from Michelle G. This time, a grinder. The bump and grind grinder. I don't see nothing wrong with bumping up my caffeine. Can I sing that on on this show? I mean, are we allowed to sing Mr. Kelly at all anymore in this world? It's a shame. The bump and grind grinder, though, man. Hilarious gift. Unbelievable. And the timing was perfect. She teased me with the bag of beans that had... Just beans, and then purposely sent the grinder a day later. Thank you, Michelle G. You're going to be keeping me caffeinated for the next couple weeks for sure. I don't know, actually, the way I drink coffee, probably just one week. 
I made a crap ton of cold brew last night with this new coffee. Oh, and I'm going to drink it all the way on the drive to Vegas. I'm going to be so caffeinated calling all my friends and relatives. You know how you do when you're on a road trip and you're highly caffeinated? You just call your friends and relatives and they can't understand because you're very, very usually you don't answer the phone when they call. You don't want to chat. All of a sudden you're all chatty because you're on a caffeinated road trip. What else do I need to tell you? You can follow my escapades in Vegas on Instagram, at Funny Jones. I'll probably be doing another series of um, old people playing slot machines. That was <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that. I did that in like, I don't know, a few months ago because I was at a casino for a whole week doing shows. And during the day, you get bored. So I just did this whole video series on Instagram. Old people playing slots. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and on Twitter, it's at Funny Jones as well. Keep up with me. On Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. And join the Patreon, please. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. Help support the show. Keep it going five days a week. I need your support. I love you. I also need you to have a nice weekend. Something weird happens to you, please let me know. I'd love to hear that stuff. If it's so weird, you can't talk about it, you should definitely talk about it. What's up, Jonesy? This is Jay Sacramento calling. Had an error in the first call, I guess, because it dropped on me. But anyways, I wanted to comment on a few things, first of which was the uh, jewel in the school. <laughs> uh, you were wondering why the teachers would leave the classroom when Jewel requested, and it's pretty obvious to me what you weren't thinking and um, what I'm wondering and what I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm right on is the fact that um, when Jewel goes to these schools, I'm sure they give them a generous donation to the faculty so that they can make a presentation like, um, yeah, we're coming here to give you a pres- uh, help your kids um, mental health and, and addiction. And by the way, we're also going to give you a donation for that. So um, all you have to do is follow our little rules, and in the end you'll uh, you know, receive your, our generous donation to your school. So, yeah, that's probably why they did anything to want it, because Jewel gave them money to basically go and hook these uh, kids onto uh, their product, and they're stupid enough, like you said, to listen to them. Like that is just real stupid. But you know, they saw dollar signs, and that's probably all they cared about. And the teachers themselves probably didn't even get money. It's probably just you know, um, they were told to leave by the faculty, by the uh, not faculty, by but the administrators. Thank you. Anyways, that's what I wanted to comment on with that. And um, I also want to agree with you about uh, our friend, my Iowa City. He does have a fantastic laugh. And, uh, yeah, it's great, man. I can listen to it all day. It it makes me crack up when I hear it. I love the little intro you put in for me now. <laughs> or not for me, but the uh, little intro for Weird F News with the Booty Buffet. And I have one last thing to leave you, uh, you with from uh, another story I heard. Uh, what was it? Um witchcraft albino bone or no was it uh witchcraft albino bone buying gold bone buffet oh man i had it so much better before but yeah it was just crazy like why would people believe in witchcraft and buy albino bones thinking they have gold in them um yeah that's good luck morons i'm out <laughs>